You're listening to a podcast from Victory. God instituted marriage as a holy covenant between a man and a woman. Learn more about this truth in week two of The Heart Truth. This is the second installment of our series, Heart Truth, and we can't help but really uh, enjoy this uh, two-pronged uh, series because we believe that Indeed, God wants to clarify between our understanding of love that is centered on us. A lot of us here, we do understand love, and we've been hearing stories about love, and we have experienced love. But usually, our understanding ng love po or pagmamahal is always for you. The reason why I want to, what, enter a relationship so that I will receive the love that I deserve. You're getting it all wrong, and we will unravel what God has for each and every one of us. We want to have a biblical, say the word biblical understanding of real love and real marriage in the context of Christ's love and relationship with the church. And if you don't understand how Jesus Christ went out of his way to relate and love the church, you will never have a successful love life or marriage. Because at the end of the day, the reflection of our relationship with other people and the way we love them has a lot to do with the relationship of Christ with the church. And Christ died for the church while the church is still a sinner. Christ died for us. That Christ did not, what, come into this world to benefit from us. In fact, because of what Christ did on the cross, it is us who, what, who did benefit from what Jesus did on the cross. Isn't it amazing that God's love is unconditional? Whether you're good or bad, God will remain faithful. Isn't it amazing? Nothing can alter and change the mind of God. God loves you so much. Whether you have a dark past, okay? or you choose to run away from God, God's love for you will not change. And that's the love of God for all of us. And if you do understand that God loves you so much and nothing can change and alter the mind of God when it comes to loving you, not because you're beautiful, loving you, it's easy because you're beautiful. That's not the kind of love that God has for us. You know that you are ugly because you are what? A product of sin. Look at the person on your left, okay? Don't, don't say the word, okay? You're attractive because of what you have and, and the image that you have, but technically, you're ugly because of sin. Do you understand? And Christ went out of his way, opted to sacrifice for all of us, so that once again, just like what uh, our music director said a while ago, okay, Ray uh, Lizardo, that it is a beautiful exchange from what? From our own perspective, what happened at the cross. But from the perspective of the Father, it is an ugly exchange. Okay? Wala pong kalamangan ng Panginoon in this exchange. Usually, when you have an exchange, you would want to size up the other party if he can provide what you can provide in return. Do you understand? The reason why you want a good-looking person because you're good-looking, right? The reason why you want somebody who has an asset and less liabilities because you want to have a great marriage and you want to you wanna advance two steps ahead, right? You want to marry somebody who's, who's awesome. Do you understand? If that is the basis of God, this relationship will not take place. Because you're a loser, he's a winner. You are a sinner and he's righteous. There is nothing in you that's attractive. But Christ has promised one thing, just like what I mentioned two weeks ago. He promised one thing. He has seen the ugly parts of you, but he's not leaving. Amen. God loves you so much. So the goal of this message this morning is for us to really know the heart of the matter. And we have mentioned about a week ago in my message that indeed there is a secret in any relationship and we want all relationships to what? To succeed, am I correct? How many of you here, if you want to enter a relationship, you want it to succeed, right? Some of you here, I want to enter a relationship, I just want to fail. It is my prayer to fail. I mean, nobody wants that. We want to succeed in each and every relationships. This is why we will do everything to succeed. But at the end of the day, you need to understand that marriage has a secret. How many of you here, you want to know the secret? Secret, secret. You've got a secret. Come on now. How many of you here, you want to know the secret? Next week. I'm no, just kidding. I, I, the, the Bible says, okay, the secret of marriage or any relationship is found in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 31 to 32. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother-in-law. Mother lang, okay? Okay, well, what's wrong, okay? And hold fast to his wife, cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound. This secret is profound. Isn't it amazing that a lot of people, they thought they know really the, the solution to a what? 
a happy marriage. But when it comes to relationships, the secret is what? Is found in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 32. This mystery is profound, and I'm saying that it refers to Christ and the church. Therefore, if you do understand God's love, God's amazing, unconditional, radical, mind-blowing love for you and me, it is easy to relate with anyone. So if you're here right now, you're single, ready to mingle, and you want God to bless you with somebody that will love you unconditionally, I hope that you do understand that if you don't have a relationship with God, if your relationship with God is erratic, that you only read your Bible when everything is okay, that relationship will fail. Because any relationship goes back to your relationship with God. So you need to ask yourself this question, do we really understand the secret and the meaning of marriage? The meaning of marriage. Why is there such thing as a lifetime partner? Alam po ba natin ang kahulugan ng pag-aasawa? Alam po ba natin ang kahulugan ng pag-aasawa? Kasi po hindi po natin alam ang kahulugan, ang labas po nun kaguluhan. If we don't know the meaning of marriage, everything will, will, will crumble down. Okay? And if you don't understand the meaning of marriage, you will do it for the wrong reasons. Some would want to enter a relationship because I was rejected. I need somebody to love me. I want somebody to hug me. Honestly, you can hug yourself. Have you tried comforting and hugging yourself? Ang bait-bait mo. You can do that tonight. You don't need someone to hug you and love you. But of course, we want the other person to love us, accept us for who we are. But if you don't know the meaning of marriage and the reason why you're getting married, it will have an influence in your life. So you have to really understand the meaning of marriage in order for you to do it with the right reasons. Some of you here because your biological clock is ticking. So, kailangan ko na mabuntis. 108 na ako. That's not the, that, that, that's a good probably way to, to, to be practical, but that should not be the foundation why you're getting married. Because I, I, I'm, I'm receiving pressures left and right. I need to do this. Pastor, I'm pregnant. That's not a good reason. You have to understand the reason why you're getting married. And if you do understand the heart of the matter, you will eventually guarantee yourself a great marriage. Now, I don't know if you can still remember the day that you fell in love with someone. Ang sarap, ano? How many of you here can still recall the moment where you would stare at each other's eyes as if everything is just black and white and the only person right in front of you is of HD quality? And you can't help but just savor the moment. How many of you here once fell in love with someone? If you can relate to me, just raise your hand. <laughs> Pretend that, that it took place. Raise your hand if, you, if, if you, you're saying that you fell in love. My wife is raising her hand. She fell in love with me. I was, uh, I was running from it, but kidding, honey. I'm sorry, okay? How many of you fell in love with someone once? Once. And then that's it, Okay. <laughs> And, and remember those moments where, where you fell in love and, and you're about to probably enter a serious relationship. And, and most of the time, it's about the two of you. What are we going to do? What kind of house we live in? What kind of dreams we have for ourselves? The amount of money that we, say the word we, we will save. It's about us. But the day that uh, came that you tied the knot, it's no, no longer about we, it's about me. Can, can, you, can you see the, the, the evolution? When we were in love five years ago, we, it's about us. Us against the world. You and me against the world. It's about us and, and, and how to face and battle the challenges of life. It's about us and your mother-in-law. Do you understand? I'm kidding, kidding, kidding. It's about your relationship against the world. And whatever will come your way, you're willing to overcome the challenges of life. And we will be in this together. And you're holding each other's hands and you're saying, it's us and we. But when you tighten up and you said your I do's, what happened? It's about me. Anong kaya nga ang, ang kaya mong ibigay sa akin? Nawala na yung we naging me. Why? How come? If I'm texting you, you're not texting back. It's not, it's, I, I don't know if you can relate with me. This is for the people outside of this gathering, not for you guys. Your relationships are perfect. How come if I text you back, how come? 
you, you, you don't respond to my messages. Before, five years ago, we're so in love with each, with each other. Before, I, I would send text messages. Nagre-respond ka na kagad. Okay? Before you receive my messages. But now, it's different. And here you are. You, you, you're suffocated with a relationship because you don't understand that marriage is not just about, it should not change. It should always be about we and us. So if you're here right now, you want to enter a relationship because you want to get something from that person and the other person would want to get from that person and you exhaust each other, eventually your relationship will fall apart. So if you're here right now, you want to be in a relationship because I'm expecting the other party to provide for what I want and the other party is expecting the other party to provide for what he wants, you're done. Because it's never about your needs and your wants. It's about knowing what God wants. Because a relationship should not be viewed according to what you want. It should be viewed from a perspective of partnership. This is what I got from a research. Where we are one, when I love you, I am loving me. Because you are one. Nobody in his right mind would want to stab himself. Right? Have you done that? Part of your hobby in your pastime, gusto mo saktan yung sarili mo, sinasaksak mo. Okay? Pinipingot mo yung tenga mo. Nobody. Because marriage is about two individuals that are being unified by the Lord. Thus, you're not just, you're not just saying negative things to hurt the other party. Every time you say negative things, you're hurting that relationship. So this morning, I want to direct you to Matthew chapter 9, verse 3 to 9. Are you ready? Wow. How many married people in the house married? Okay, how many of you here? Okay, you're still single, single, and you're excited. Come on, I'm single. You're excited for the right one. Okay, excited. How many of you here? You feel like in your heart, you're, you know that you're cut out for someone. Parang mag-aasawa ko. I mean, come on now, raise your hand. Okay, come on now, mag-aasawa. You feel in your heart. Come on now. Okay, raise your hand. Some are still doubting if 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 they have what it takes. Okay, man. Okay. So if, if you're single and, and you're, you're, you're planning to, to find the right one, Matthew 19, verse 3 to 9, okay? There's a teaching of Jesus about divorce. Verse 1, now when Jesus had finished these sayings, he went away from Galilee and entered the region of Judea beyond the Jordan. And the large crowds followed him and he healed them there. Verse 3, this is the start of the story. And Pharisees came up to him and tested him by asking, tinanong po siya. It is lawful, makatarungan ba, to divorce one's wife for any cause? Is it okay to divorce one's wife? Wow. How many of you here, you've been hearing this, though at times people are not going through the process of divorce. Uh, here in the Philippines and all across the globe, people are parting ways, right? He answered, have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female? Adam and Eve, right? Not Adam and Steve. In verse 5, and said, Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. They said to him, Why then did Moses commanded or command one to give a certificate of divorce and to send her away? He said to them, because of your hardness of heart, Moses allowed you to divorce your wives. But from the beginning, it was not so. The original plan is that God is not saying yes to divorce. And I say to whoever divorces his wife except for sexual immorality and marries another commits adultery. Can we bow our heads and close our eyes? Heavenly Father, maraming salamat po, Panginoon, sa gathering and pagbubulay-bulay ng, ng, ng salita na uh, nilaan mo sa amin ngayong umaga. Thank you for this message. Indeed, you are in control of our uh, lives and you will continue, Lord God, to be in step with each and every person. I pray right now that each and every person in this room will use how you go about your treatment with the church when it comes to how we relate with other people and even in our marriages. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. There was a question that was asked of him. Okay. And the Pharisees came up to him and tested him by asking, it is lawful to divorce one's wife for any cause. 
This question has solicited a growing concern, not even in, in America, but here even in the Philippines, okay? There is an urgency to answer this question, not only to answer people's lack of knowledge, but address the growing concern of divorce in our culture. Here in the Philippines, there's no such thing probably legally, but people are just willing to just give up on each other. Because again, they started with the wrong foot. If you don't understand the meaning of why you're, you're getting married, you will do it for the wrong reasons. Therefore, every single day, you will do everything wrong. So this morning, I want all of us to succeed in our relationships. Whether you're married or single, you want to succeed. Amen? Good. Not just in your marriages, but even relating with other people. And this is why it is important. And I know that a lot of us here, we, we have all the reasons. Pastor, you don't understand. The, I mean, he was sweet before, but now? Come on. He's a, he's a demon. And you have all the reasons. Because you started with the wrong foot. And this morning, I hope you do understand that there is what? There is something that will guarantee success in our marriage. But before we dive into that, I hope that you're reminded that, that in, in, in America, the divorce rate for the first marriage is 41%. Second marriage is 60%. Third marriage is 73%. So if the what? The answer to marital problems... Okay, yung paghihiwalay po is to look for the right one. You're, you're missing the point. The answer to a successful marriage is not to look for the right one. The right one. In fact, I did hear this from somebody. If you want to find the right one, are you the right one? If you want, okay, to marry a king, are you a queen? It is never about the other part. It's about your character because at the end of the day, Marriage will not solve your problem. In fact, if you enter a relationship and you're not what? If you're not prepared for it, it will do more harm in your marriage than good. Are you enjoying this so far? I'm not a, a marriage uh, guru, okay, that I know everything. I'm learning for the past 10 years of how to, how to uh, go about this relationship. But one thing I do and I'm convinced of is that my wife and I, we made a decision. No matter what will happen, we will not give up. We will fight for this. This is why this message is important because it can destroy your life. So the idea, if I can find the right one, I'm okay. You're missing the point. People have been hopping from different relationships. But they did not evaluate okay, the condition of their hearts. They're just busy trying to look for the right one. So if you're here right now, this is your what? Your second attempt or third attempt or fifth attempt. Before you do so and move forward, I want you to pause for a while and in a way assess your heart. I've been busy looking for the right one. But Lord, let me first fix my relationship with you. You know what Jesus said? Have you not read that he who created them from the very beginning made them male and female? Male and female? Lalaki po at? So don't you ever tell me nagmamahalan kami, pastor. That I want to love somebody of the same gender. I'm not trying to harp on anyone here. Because I have discipled people, okay, from that circle. I've discipled homosexuals. And every time I would talk about this, I feel as well the burden. And roughly, I want to tell you one thing. If you struggle if, uh, from, from, from this kind of dilemma, I want you to know seven years ago, somebody gave me a call. Because 10 years ago, I did share the gospel to this person. He received Christ. He used to join beauty pageants, and he is a homosexual. And this is no laughing matter. Because we love these people. To make a long story short, I discipled a guy. I came to know the Lord. I have to check everything about his body, from his perfume to his underwear. Come on now. Yeah. Because I love the person. You know what he told me? The reason why I love you as my pastor? Because I can feel and discern if you don't like me. In fact, not discern, but probably feel. And people will feel if you don't love them. The way we love other sinners. The, the way we love sexual immorals. Gave him a tight hug, and for the first time, you know what he told me? I was 18, I was 21, gave him a hug. It was not easy for me. I'm telling you right now, I don't hug anyone. I love hugging my wife. 
Oh, it was pertaining to you, honey. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you right now. See? And I gave him a hug, and, and, and you know what? For the first time, for the past 18 years, first time for me to receive a hug from, from somebody that I don't know. I never receive a hug from my own father. Seven years ago, gave me a call. You know what he told me? Pastor, I'm getting married. Can you officiate my wedding? Because you can't, you can't fix this by just simple steps and ways to go about it. It's about understanding that God loves me as a sinner. He is also a sinner. I should love him in return. This is why I'm excited about this message. God created male and female and said, Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother. Leave your mother and your father and hold fast to your wife. So if you're right now in your 30s or 40s and you still are, what, asking your mom how to love your wife, you're, you're, I don't know why. If you're with your mom, probably for a season because you got sick or what, but the original plan is to leave your parents. It's amazing to do what God is asking you to do. The reason why at times you're not blessed because you're not obeying this. You have your own way of going about that relationship. Leave your mom and dad and build your family. It's not, in fact, merging of two uh, companies. It's what? Not merging of two families. It's starting your own family. I have four kids now. It's not easy. But one thing we know, my wife and I, we're doing what pleases God. And hold fast to his wife, cleave to his wife, be with his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is why... We need to understand that God designed the purpose and the rules of two parties in marriage. God created man and woman and joined them together for God's own reason and purposes. Their differences of their gender shows their respective uniqueness. Say the word unique. Okay, you're unique. The person beside you, your wife is unique. Do you understand? That would make them complement each other. So if you're here right now, meron kang asawa? That person was esteemed by God, and I hope your question is not, is he really the right person? God gave the person to you. Pastor, is he the right person? Too late to ask that question. Do you understand? Your job is to ask God for his grace to love the other party. This is why marriage, if you do understand your roles, your marriage will be one heaven of a relationship. It's like a basketball team. You don't compare. How will you go about offense and defense in that team? But if you know your forward and his center, you don't compare. Who's better? You work as a team. Some would compare notes who's better than the other. That's one way to lose. That's one way for you to fail. Your job, what, what are you good at? This is what I'm good at. Can we meet halfway and work this out? So if you have issues, you don't fight about issues. You what? You bring out the issue and you gather your strength to tackle that issue. Problema mo yan. Wala kasing control sa pera. Walong credit card, walong credit card. Ang credit limit, 500 pesos. Inubos mo lahat. What's the issue here? Because the two shall become one. God honors not just the man because you're, you're a stronger gender. God honors both parties. So it's not about who's the man and who's the leader, who's, who's, who's submissive and not. It's not about who's the leader and who is under his authority. It's about faithfully fulfilling your roles. This is why the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a... Household helper fit for him. No, a helper from the word azer, which means help meet, not help mate alone, but help meet somebody who has the strength to what to help the man. So a woman is operating from the posture of strength because men are weak, right? Whether you like it or not, you have weaknesses. If you can't admit that, I'm telling you right now, you're missing the point. I'm not good with, with managing our finances, but my wife has what it takes okay, to manage. It's not my thing. If you give me a salary, I'm done after lunch. Because that was 
my culture pag may pera ubusin. May darating yan. Hindi magbibigay si Lord pag meron ka pa. Do you understand? That's my mentality. But that's not in the Bible, right? I need a wife. A helpmeet can only help out of strength. So women, you're helping not because you're a subordinate. You're helping because you're strong. How many of you here in any relationship, you want to ask somebody who's weak to help you out? You're weak, help me. Oh, weak, help me. The reason why you're helping because you're strong, right? Okay? And because she has qualities that are needed by the other person who doesn't have those qualities. It is in fact a position of strength. It is not a demeaning role. So if you're here right now, you are what? You are a believer of girl power and you have other women that you meet every single week that you have to assert your effort. That husband of yours, walang kwenta yan, batugan. That should not be your small group. You join a victor group who understand the roles of women and men. This is not a demeaning role to be a woman. It is just a what? a venue where you can fully comprehend your roles. Remember, even Jesus Christ took a subordinate role. Does it mean Jesus is a weaker person than the Father? But when the Father said, you go and crucify yourself in the Garden of Gethsemane, He said, not my will, but your will. That's a subordinate response. So you're telling me the Father is much more powerful than the Son. No. It doesn't mean, okay, he is cooperating to the father. Or as a woman or as a wife, you're cooperating with your what? With your husband, you have a demeaning role. No, you are faithful with your role. Because the day will come, it's not about who's the leader or who's the helper. It's about you entering God's rest with a greeting. Welcome, my good and faithful servant. Amen. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Your reference, women, wives, would be Jesus Christ. He submitted to the Father. Because he realized the Father was doing, okay, what is right. The reason why men, your wives and women can submit to you, because you're submitted to God. So if you're here right now, you're a husband, you're quoting scripture, you submit to me. I've done that. I did it to my wife almost every year. But it has done more harm than good. You don't do that. Because remember this, if as a husband, as a man, you're submitted to God, the submission of women will follow. And if you're telling me, Pastor, my wife is so strong, she's leading the family. Remember, women will only lead if men will not lead. Men... Are you being led by the Lord Jesus Christ? Because one thing I realize that of all the men in this planet, Jesus Christ is the greatest of all. Because I have yet to look for someone who will die for people that he loves. Therefore, headship and submission is not about who rules in the relationship, but understanding our roles Headship does not imply that husbands are superior, nor does submission of the wives imply inferiority. It is understanding that God has given us rules. We will faithfully carry it out because we do it in Jesus' name. He answered, have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female and said, therefore a man shall live his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. This partnership in marriage is a byproduct of our partnership with God. God designed partnership in marriage. Remember this. Look up here for a while. If you're married today, you have to sit down and you have to talk to your wife. What's our game plan? First and foremost, you have to let go of the past. If you're single and you're about to tie the knot, you sit down. Are we going to fight? Okay, and fight over our differences or we'll lock our arms and face the world. Do you understand? 
The reason why the enemy wants to set you apart because your power is in that relationship. If you're single right here, you dread the whole idea, I need to be happy, I, I will marry a person at the age of 30 or 40, but I want to enjoy life. You don't, you're, you don't have any idea. Because an ugly marriage is the closest thing to hell, but a great marriage is the closest thing to heaven. It's amazing. This is why the enemy will do everything to, to part and, and, and divide you. So I hope that if you're asking me right now, Pastor, how do we maintain the partnership? Just like what Pastor Chico has mentioned about a week ago, that the motivation of marriage is love. And you know what reboots? What causes marriage to be alive and well every single day? Forgiveness. This is why when you repent, you can start with a clean slate. Pwede ka may bagong panimula. Na kung nagkasala ka sa Panginoon, humingi ka ng kapatawaran, makakasimula ka uli. God can erase your sins because He's faithful and just to forgive our sins. Same thing with a marriage in a relationship. When you forgive and ask for forgiveness, there is what? There is a reboot. It can start all over again. And as you continue to move forward, you can build a marriage that is centered on God. A great marriage is the union of two forgivers. You can write this down. Take a photo. Two dreamers and non-quitters. So if you're married this morning or you're about to enter in that relationship, ask your boyfriend, ask your girlfriend, is this about our love? Beware of what, you're, what, what you, you, you watch. Because there's a tendency for you to expect that relationship to be like Alden and, and Yaya Dab. You know, after the shoot, behind the camera, you know what they talk about? They're on their own. Do you understand? So if you're married right now, choose to forgive. You know what my wife told me about two years ago? We're having fun. And out of the, out of the blue, she told me, I, for, I have forgiven you today and all your future mistakes. Same thing with God. So if you are in a relationship, he's cute, she's cute. She has the money, she has the car. He has the character and the personality you think your relationship will work. That's not a guarantee. If that person doesn't have a relationship with God and he doesn't understand the gospel, that Christ went out of his way and loved the unlovable, you will never enjoy that relationship. Because marriage doesn't create your weaknesses. Some of us here, Pastor, dapat sisihin tong mister ko eh. Kausapin mo, Pastor. Kailangan ng counseling yan eh. That is what people are telling me. Kailangan ng counseling. You don't understand. Kung ikaw nga, pagod na pagod ka na. Ako kaya. Marriage doesn't make a person weak. Okay? Because I, I got married to somebody who's, who's evil. Now look at our relationship. Marriage, if you're single, will reveal your weaknesses, and it will bring out the worst in you. If you're hurting, bitter, always mad, demonic, I'm just kidding, that's, that's not good. <laughs> Try entering in that relationship. It will amplify how evil you are. Pumasok ka demonic, labas mo satanic. Yeah! Because it's never about God. It's about you. What's in it for me? I'm not here to, to, to lecture that you're doing what's wrong. I want you to understand one thing. Without Christ, it will fail. You know what? I like my marriage. We don't have fights. Some of you here, really? <laughs> I know, okay? Hindi kami nag-aaway minsan, araw-araw. Kidding. Because I, I, we're passionate. We don't. We, we, we fight over things. Not because we hate each other. We are passionate in whatever we're discussing. You know, I, I, I'm happy that I, I, I marry a woman who's intelligent. 
Do you understand? If you don't want to have passionate discussion, marry somebody who's not. Well, just nod her head. Marry an employee. Do you understand? Not a wife. And I'm thankful that because of my wife, she sees my, 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 my flaws and I can ask the grace of God that he'll change my heart. This is why I love this relationship. In verse 6, so they are no longer two but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. That you're not just one in your roles. It is a partnership together. Because that relationship of yours is not just for your personal consumption and fulfillment. The problem is that we think that marriage is about consumer and provider relationship. That's not what a relationship is. This is what I want, provide what I want. Ibigay mo yung mapangangailangan ko, kailangan ng pagmamahal. Ibigay mo! Mag-text back ka! Mahalin mo ko! That's, that's, that's not what marriage is. Because if you're entering a relationship where the dilemma is a debt and debtor, consumer and provider relationship, if that's how you see marriage, if there's an, a, a better deal, you would move into that, that relationship again. Marriage is not about what you can get from the other party. It's about the covenant. So if you're here right now and you're single and you are in a relationship, the reason why you want to be in that relationship because your first, your first agenda is to give. Say the word give. Pastor, ano ba naman yan? Give ng give na lang? No, 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 no. You give because in giving, you'll receive. This is why it's a competition. Who can outgive most? Because the more you outgive each other, the more you'll benefit from that relationship. So the more that you give and, and provide for each other, the more it strengthens your relationship. This is why more than just the roles and the partnership, indeed God designed permanence in marriage. It should be permanent. I want to be honest with you. The, the hardest thing that I've worked on is my relationship. I know this is a secret. Look up here for a while. It's easy to be a pastor, but to be a husband, I'm telling you right now. Oh, not that easy. I can command my children, you close your eyes, go to your room and sleep. Yes, dad, you don't do that to your wife. Close your eyes, go to your room, sleep. And prepare. Ah! Do, you don't do that. Because marriage is a permanent union. God's original design and intention was that one man and one woman spend one life together. Pastor, nagmamahalan kami. Even though we don't have a, a marriage contract, it's about love. Same thing for some of us here. I love this person of the same gender. I, just like what I mentioned, I, it's about love. What if someday you wake up and you fell in love with a tree? Punong kahoy? Pastor, it's about love. Eh. Kadate mo yung kahoy? Kamusta ka na? Kamo? Silence means yes. Do you understand? Hindi nagsasalita ang kahoy eh. Shopping ako? See? Yes? Do you understand? That's, that's, that's not the whole idea of marriage. The Bible is clear, so they are no longer two but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. So some of you here, Pastor, my case is different. Okay, I got married to an abusive husband. Pinaplansya niya ako, Pastor. Number 10. Okay, ang heating gauge sa plancha. I mean, dumidikit yung balat ko. I've, I've counseled people. I'm t- this is not a joke. May plancha dito, marka ng plancha. Pastor, if that's my daughter, I will kill you. Do you understand? But of course, I have to be, I have to be calm and smile because I'm a pastor. I have to be nice. <laughs> At the back of my mind, makita ko yung Mr. Mo na yung... <laughs> Do you understand? Paplanchain ko siya. Do you understand? At the end of the day, I, I can't tell you. Just, just trust God. Your marriage will be okay. So, Pastor, magpapaplansya na lang ako. Okay lang, tutupi ka naman niya eh. <laughs> That's another story. Okay? Hindi ka naman sinampay eh. And I hope that you do understand. That's another story. But remember this, if you do understand that marriage is permanent, 
I want your marriage to become powerful. Because the reason why you can give your all, because first and foremost, you're not married. Approach me after the service. Approach our pastors. Before the year ends, if you know this is the will of God, tie the knot. Magpakasal ka. Sige. Magpakasal ka. Sige. Magpatuloy mo lang. <laughs> because it's, 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 it sends a message that we're in this together. Pastor, papel lang yan. Hugot? <laughs> yes. But in a contract gives you the reason to give your all. Alam mo pag walang contract, that you know this is, this is temporary, every single day in that relationship you're living in, every day you are performing because you want to be approved. I'm not saying that you should not perform after you're done, after, after, uh, after your wedding day, but the security and stability. Na baka iwan ako nito eh. I need to perform. You get my point? You do understand this is permanent, that together makes your marriage stronger because we're in this together, that there is no turning back, so I'm giving my all. If there is no other option, in fact, you can give your 101%. Am I correct? If you're not entertaining other people, that probably... Yung, yung, Yung classmate ko ng high school, sana siya na yun eh. Hindi ikaw eh. He's the president of our class. Ikaw, treasurer ka lang eh. Na-attract lang ako sa pera mo. That should not be the case. Ask God to give you grace to give your all. Ask God that He will give you the strength that you will love the, the, the person that, that you want, that God has blessed you with. Remember this. Statistically speaking, same statistics that I have mentioned in my opening message. If you are struggling in that marriage, of course, you seek counseling, you go through discipleship, you ask somebody to counsel you, but if you just stick your neck out for the next five years, 47% of those who opted, we will do this together. There are issues that we can't settle. Okay? Just stick your neck out. You'll survive. And with the grace of God, you will Come to enjoy that person. But my question with you right now, are you fighting for permanence or this is another option? Because when you know it's permanent, you will throw and give your all. Christ, remember, has given his all in this relationship that we have with him. I hope that you will give your all to that person that you love and that you, have, that you marry. Tandaan natin to. If you're married today, I want you to know one thing. Itaya mo na. Ubusin mo na. Because I have yet to find a person na inubos niya lahat for a certain endeavor, whether that's good or bad, that, that was not satisfied. Church, we know, if you give your all, there is always satisfaction. When there was a time that, that I'm close to girls. Yeah. I have friends that are really, I'm close with. You know, malapitin ako sa... Wala namang... It, it's, it's, a, it's a natural relationship. I have to sacrifice that because I wanna, I, wanna, I wanna do this with her. So if you're a man here, lapitin ka sa lalaki. Alam mo naman, Pastor, lapitin tayo eh. Itaya mo na. Let go of that relationship. Prioritize your wife. Your best friend should be men. Is this clear? You have to put your wife in a pedestal that there's no one else. And because you're, you, you're doing that, it brings permanence in your marriage. Thus, your marriage can move forward with no hesitations. They said to him, these people who asked Christ the same question, why then did Moses command one to give a certificate of divorce? It's in the Bible. That there is such thing as divorce and to send her away. He said to them, because of your hardness of heart, if you're stubborn, I'm telling you right now. If you don't want to do it God's way, be it. But remember, the Bible says, okay, but from the beginning, it was not. The original plan is not for people to part ways. God wants us to be whole. But there are really people that are stubborn. I'm not for it. But some of you here, let's face this. The people that I have counseled would seek my advice. Okay? Because they can't, they can't contain and they can't help. They can't. They can't just really live with their spouses. They cannot. But three months before that, I 
I have already advised, don't proceed. Maawa ka sa sarili mo. But you know what? When people are emotional, pastor, in love ako eh. In love. Ah, in love ako eh. And when you're emotional, singles, when you're emotional, most of the time you'll make mistakes. Because you will listen to your emotions. So establish a strong devotion with, with Christ that though you're emotional and you love the other person, you will have what it takes to make the decision that pleases the Lord. Because what pleases the Lord is always for your own benefit. This is why, okay, divorce is only God's permissive will. This is not within the origi- uh, original plan of God in marriage. God's original intention was that marriage be permanent. In Malachi chapter 2, verse 16, God is simply saying, I hate divorce. Because marriage, more than anything, the reason why it can last, because you have a relationship with your partner horizontally. And for that to work, you have to have a relationship with God vertically. You know what? Look up here. If you want to grow closer with your husband and your wife, your common denominator is Christ. The more you draw closer to Christ, the more that you grow in love for each other. Your motivation is not love me, love me, love me, love me, love me, love me. And if I, you can't love me, let's part ways. Now it's about loving Christ and Christ in return. And as you do that, you'll go, grow closer with each other. Because Christ is the author and builder of great marriages. Because if Christ is not at the center of that relationship, your husband will be. Your wife will be. Some of you here, the reason why hindi kami naghihiwalay, Pastor, may mga anak pa kami. Pag wala na yung anak namin. Because at the center of your relationship are your children. Jesus should be at the center of it all. Nothing and no one else. This is why next week with Pastor Ariel and Shirley Marquez, we will have Let's Talk Marriage. Come, invite your friends, okay, for free. About 6.30 or 7? 6.30, right? Because Christ, again, is what is the builder of our relationships. No one else can fix your relationship. No opera, no one can give you the advice or any TV personality. In fact, no love life that you can use for your own reference. Only in Christ and Christ alone. We'll bow our heads and close our eyes. Heavenly Father, thank you that you're the builder and the author of our relationships. If you're here right now, if you're married, I'm not here to embarrass you. Can you stand on your feet right now? You know what? I'm, I'm married. Okay? I have four kids. Can we give them once again a round of applause? Look around. If you've been married for, how many of you here have been married for 10 years? Raise your hand. Married for 20 years. 30 years. 40 years, 40 years. Raise your hand. 40 years? And we give them a round of applause. I salute you, sir. I'm telling you. If you're here right now, you're telling, excuse me. Baka, baka, napangasawa mo, ano? Punong kahoy. Impossible. Kahit gano'n ka ba? Ito sa mga talaga eh. Without Christ. And I want to bless all of you here. Fight for that marriage. Men, fight for, for purity. Ma, I'm telling you, at times we're out there, we see other women, we see pictures. Fight for the things that you see. Fight for the things in your heart. Fight for your wife and your family. Don't give up on that relationship. Wives, you pray for your husband. Pray for them. I mean, you pray for them. Not every day, but every minute. You know what? Marriage is not just a bed of roses. It's not a walk in the park. It's hard work. 
If you are a boss, a businessman, that's easy. I'm telling you right now, you can handle it. But man, pastor, yung katabi kong to, alam mo ngayon, I will pray for you because I'm not giving up on that relationship of yours. We will do this together as a church because we will prove the world this relationship is not disposable. Can you hold your wife right now? Hold him in the hand and tell him happy Valentine's. Mamaya, huh? Why? What's wrong? Lord, bless, Lord God, His people, that you will continue, Lord God, to be the author and perfecter of their faith, that you will build their lives and their marriages. Lord, today, Lord God, we want to tell the world, this relationship is not disposable. I will die fighting. I will not give up on this person. We will not quit together. And we will walk in forgiveness. Lord, today is a celebration of a great marriage. And today, Lord God, we're inviting you to be at the center of everything that we do. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Can we stand on our feet right now, all of us in this room? Lord, today I pray for the singles and for those people who are dreaming and fighting to find the right one. I pray that their relationship with you will be their top priority. With our relationship with you, is our priority. Everything will just fall on the right places. Bless our weak that our understanding of marriage, Lord God, is always according to your purposes and plan. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord grant you strength Grace and favor in that relationship. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for listening to one of our podcasts. We hope it blesses and inspires you to honor God and make disciples. For more messages like these or to access other resources, please visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app for free on the iTunes Store or Google Play. If you would like to share a story of God's faithfulness in your life, please visit victory.org.ph slash mystory.